the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome Order Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. We're getting our weekend started off officially here with lunch at Porky's. We invite you to come on up and do the same and join us. We have a great show for you today. We'll get right into it. First of all, of course, I want to let you know our program is presented by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com, and by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And, of course, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and Florida Door Solutions support high school athletics and new sports throughout Apopka and the Central Florida community. Go ahead and talk about the show. Of course, last Friday we had an in-depth interview with Coach Scott Williams of Apopka Blue Darter Basketball. In, over the port, uh, the course of the past week, since last Friday, the Blue Darters have had two huge wins, literally both exciting, uh, exciting wins and substantive wins, beat Orlando Christian Prep by one point on a shot at the buzzer by Rodney Lubin, then embarked upon our district um, foe, West Orange, and longtime rival, and beat them on a buzzer beater as well. So we have a lot to talk about on the show today. We're pleased to be joined by John Perry, the Apopka Chief and Planner, and by Mark Barchi, who's the media director of the Metro versus Florida Challenge. And that's going to be a main part of our discussion today, because as many of you know, that the the Metro versus Florida Challenge, one of the most prestigious yeah. Uh, high school sporting events and basketball tournaments in the state of Florida is taking place right here in Apopka. Started uh, tipped off last night. We'll have Mark bring us up to date on the very exciting games that took place last night, and it will continue through Monday when uh, and culminate with our own Apopka Blue Darters taking on the Auburndale Bloodhounds. And over the course of these several days, some of the best high school basketball programs in the state of Florida and uh, in the country will be right here in Apopka. In the Metro versus Florida Challenge. So exciting stuff to talk about today. Of course, Joe Ferraro was joining us as well. And why don't we start with Mark Barchi, first of all. And Mark, just bring us up to date on the games that took place last night. Yeah, so uh, good morning to you, and thanks for having me on today. Um, we had really a, a great start to the tournament last night. Um, a university played the first academy in the first game, and it was a 65-62 win for them. Uh, and then the second game that we had last night was West Orange taking on the Masters Academy Eagles, and that was another photo finish. That was a 74-70 to victory 
history for the Masters Academy. So uh, Joe and I were talking before the broadcast about what a gift Scott Williams has for setting up these matchups and and really creating some outstanding competitions. Because you know basketball programs, you know you have graduations, uh, they change, they morph. You get new coaches in. Um, every year is a different story for each of these basketball programs, and it's so tricky to figure out in advance. You know what combinations of games are really going to present thrillers that are going to give these teams an opportunity to um, to play games that are going to make them better, that are going to give them an opportunity to learn and grow and challenge them uh, and present really great contests. Because obviously none of these are district games. None of these are going to count towards the playoffs. Um, but they are still valuable opportunities um, that up until last year was actually the beginning of the basketball season over Thanksgiving break. And then this year, since the FHSAA moved the start of the season to after Thanksgiving, the tournament had to find a new home, and it found its home over Martin Luther King weekend. Um, and so now we have kind of a mid-season opportunity, which presents even some different, um, a different dynamic than what we've had in the past. And, and I think a good one. It's a positive change. Um, so we had some really outstanding performances uh, last night, especially in the second game. It, I was noting that it was the second time in the eight-year history of the event that we've had two players, uh, each from a different team, cross the 30-point threshold. We had K.J. Simon who's a Troy commit for the West Orange Warriors and is ranked by Florida Hoops at number 43 in the senior class. Um, he had an amazing night with 34 points uh, and a double-double. And then you had Jose Placer, uh, who's a UMBC commit for the Masters Academy. Um, and he was he had 32 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists last night. Um, so that was an amazing performance for him. A really hot night. I can tell you as a statistician, it was impossible to keep up with, uh, with the fast pace of these two games, um, and so we certainly hope that we're going to see a lot more of that uh, today, tomorrow, and Monday. Thank you, Mark Barchi, for that great overview, and we'll, t- we'll continue to talk about the Florida versus Metro Challenge uh, on our program today. And a little bit later, we'll, after uh, where we in the second half of the show, we expect to be joined by Coach Scott Williams himself, and look forward to having him bring us up to date on these two huge victories and also his insights on the Metro versus Florida Challenge. Of course, we will be playing um, two really good games. Apopka will be playing Leesburg Saturday night at 6.15 p.m., and last I checked, Leesburg was, I think, ranked number one in, 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 in their division in the state. That is correct. They're number one in 6A, and they are also the defending state champ or uh, yes the defending state champion for 6a as well so um coach williams definitely fearless in selection of his own game for the tournament and then we play auburndale to culminate the tournament on monday night at 7 p.m and we'll be broadcasting that game for you right here on 1520 wbzw now let's go to john perry and john i obviously also want to get your insights on the metro versus florida tournament because you've followed it for many years now but first of all Give, I want to get your insights on these two huge wins we had last week. Yeah, it, it was it was quite a difference. Uh, Hang on. And uh, quite a difference in, in the the team's performance, at least on the scoreboard from from over the that uh, Kingdom of the Sun tournament, which we really struggled uh, uh, in in some games up there, and and had, you know 
done well, not done well uh, through the the first half of the season or so. And uh, those two, those last two games, the Orlando Christian Prep game, you know, Riding Lubin hits a, a corner three pointer off an inbounds pass at, with two point six seconds left, and beat a really good Orlando Christian team last Saturday night over there in one of these one day events. You know, where they get, uh, I think there were four games that day, and and I didn't get to that game, but I did see the film. And, you know, Apopko led early. Uh, Orlando Christian Prep took a one- or two-point lead there in the fourth quarter, came back. You know that's going to happen. This is a quality team you're playing. Uh, but, but uh, you know, to Apopka's uh, credit, they, they were able to right the ship, and it was tied. Uh, and, and one thing that kind of impressed me was uh, the ball was out of bounds and thrown into Lubin because uh, – John Latimer, the, who's been starting now the last two games at point guard uh, for Apopka, the freshman uh, drove down the lane fearless. And, you know, a lot of times freshmen's going to pass the ball off in, in, you know, when it's coming down below 10 seconds in a tie game. But he, he drove the lane, got the shot, the, his shot blocked, but uh, he was in the land of Giants and the guy was able to, to block his shot, but and it went out of bounds and then they threw to Lubin. That just impressed me that he was able, he was willing to to take that on his shoulders as a true freshman. <laughs> there, there again, a, a freshman. Uh, and then, of course, we follow that up with a buzzer-beating win versus that, in, a, in a district game versus West Orange. Yeah, that one, I, and, and, you know, Scott Williams is always, and, and he thinks I don't respect him on this, but I do. He's a process guy. And, and the process of that game said Apopka should have lost and deserved to lose because, well, I, early on, I got there at halftime because of other obligations. Apopka was down by eight. It had gone back and forth a little bit during the first half uh, from what he told me. And, and then in the second half, Apopka, early third quarter, Apopka's down 13. I mean, it's looking like it's getting ready to get out of hand. And, well, uh, let's just go on a 12 nothing run. So that's what Apopka did. Got three threes from Jai Clark uh, and then got a, a traditional three-point play from Nate Lewis. And all of a sudden, it's a one-point game. Uh, and then it's it's obviously game on at that point. Um, going down the going down the stretch, Popka had a uh, had forged ahead, gone fi- uh, sixty to fifty four with just a couple minutes left when when uh, Nate Lewis hit a, a pair of free throws. Uh, squandered that lead and that that's the part that that really uh you have to address long term you know the one time you were able to get out of it but uh then with 10 seconds left it's a it's a uh uh, 60 to 58 game, uh, or 62 60 game, excuse me. And Nate Lewis is at the free throw line again. He hits and no problem, swishes both free throws. It's tied at 60, uh, 10 seconds left. KJ Simon, again, the, the young man who had the great game last night for, for West Orange, uh, has the ball, brings it up, and is able to get into the lane and hits a really, not, I won't totally acrobatic uh, layup but it was not a, a gimme bunny layup either it was it had had to had to kiss it off the glass from a, a strange angle but it, it did go down two seconds left uh, each team calls a timeout by malik jackson's uh, after the two timeouts malik jackson's going to throw the ball in uh, he's he's uh, going up and down the baseline as he's allowed to do in that situation tosses the ball about a little inside the popka's half court uh, West Orange player deflects it. Travis Henderson is in the right place at the right time, grabs it, and, and, and I mean, he had to stretch for it and get it. 
twirls and, and throws up, swish, right at the buzzer. Nice. It was just, uh, you know, Popka wins 63-62. And, of course, they, they're all going crazy and, and, and whatnot. It's just uh, it was it was a, a neat thing for this team to to maybe, you know, to get away with, when I say get away, to win a game that, that they didn't – that they they probably blew should have blown down the stretch. I mean, they not should have blown, but they had blown. But they found a way to finally get it done. Uh, you know, this team sometimes you need that kind of game to maybe spark you. Uh, it was just a, an exciting win, and and uh, and and these last two games, uh, you know, anybody will tell you if that's the end of it, then that's too bad. But but you continue on and, and improve from there. That could be a turning point. Absolutely. Yeah, and to go back to what Mark. Barchi was saying earlier, you know, we've got a three-game stretch here, which Coach Williams has scheduled up all for himself, which include a state champion, which we played Orlando Christian Prep earlier this week, followed by a district game against a very quality opponent, not to mention a hundred, almost a 100-year rival, followed by a team against another state champion, Leesburg, on us is coming up on Saturday night. So yeah, that that speaks to the quality of the competition that Apopka Blue Darter basketball is playing this year because Coach Williams wants to wants to play that quality competition. Oh yeah, if you, if you want to be playing playoff quality basketball in the playoffs, you've got to be playing playoff quality basketball in the regular season, and and you don't get better by by scheduling easy games. So uh, I know that uh, from his time at Wakiva, since I've known him, and and. and including the time that now he's been at Apopka. That is something that Coach Williams has never shied away from, uh, setting up a, a challenging schedule that is going to push his team to get better. Well, friends, we're coming up on our first break. We're talking basketball on Blue Daughter Sports Central today. In fact, Apopka and Apopka High School, Joe Sterling Gymnasium, are the focal point of the best high school basketball being played literally in the state of Florida over the next three to four day period from now through Monday evening at Joe Sterling Gymnasium on the campus of Apopka High School. It's a Metro versus Florida challenge. It's literally an event that Coach Williams created himself some years ago and it pits. Uh, it's a great showcase for not only top high school basketball teams but but top talent as, as well. And we're going to continue to talk about that on our show today. There will be games tonight. We'll tell you about those. You can also find about about those in the Apopka Chief and Planner uh, this week's edition and we'll, we're going to speak with Coach Scott Williams a little bit later in our show we're pleased to be joined on the show today of course Joe Ferraro is here at Porky's with us getting his weekend officially kicked off John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner is with us and Mark Barchi, Media Director of the Metro versus Florida Challenge. Before we go to break I want to remind you that our program is sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, BurnFatOrlando.com. And let you know, of course, that Dr. Patrick St. Germain has worked with athletes at all levels, from elite college and high school athletes to professional athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. And I'm pleased to announce that Dr. Patrick St. Germain will be joining us on the broadcast uh, from Joe Sterling Gymnasium at Apopka High School on Monday evening as the Blue Darters culminate this tournament by taking on the Auburndale Bloodhounds. So please tune into that game. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back on Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. 
we are getting our weekend officially kicked off at Porky's with lunch on Friday, and we invite you to do the same. In fact, there are a lot of uh, Popka Blue Darter fans and Popkins and Central Floridians doing just that right now at Porky's Original Barbecue right downtown Apopka, Highway 441, 256 East Main Street. Also, we'll remind you that Blue Dart Sports Central is presented by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com, and by Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions is proud to support Apopka Blue Dart Athletics, Apopka Little League, and youth sports in the Apopka community. Now, we're pleased to be joined. Of course, Joe Ferraro is with us. Mark Farchi, who's the media director of the Metro versus Florida Challenge, is with us. And John Perry, of course, is with us from the Apopka Chief and Planner. We're talking about the Metro versus Florida Challenge, which is a very exciting bas- high school basketball tournament created by Coach Scott Williams of Apopka that highlights, showcases the best high school basketball teams and some of the best high school basketball talent in the state of Florida. It's taking place right here in Apopka from today through Monday evening. Apopka will be playing two huge games. We take on Leesburg, as we've mentioned, Saturday night. What, about 6.15? Is is that right? Uh, Yeah, coming up, the the Blue Darters have two games in this event, and the Leesburg game uh, is coming up, and that is a 6.15 start time on Saturday evening, and then the Auburndale game is 7 p.m. on Monday. And why don't we, uh, and we'll be with Scott Williams a little bit later in our program as well, but right now let's take a step back, Uh, Mark, Mark Barchi, and just, you know, I'd mentioned briefly that this the whole this whole tournament this whole wonderful idea is something that uh, a creation of Coach Scott Williams. Can you give us a little background and history on, on the on the Metro versus Florida Challenge? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, this is Scott Williams's brainchild, and this is now going to be the eighth year of the event. It started at Wakiva when Coach Williams was over there in 2010, and it moved with him to Apopka in 2014. And the concept is that each game features an Orlando Metro Conference team against a program from the Greater Central Florida area, be it public or private, and we have teams coming from all kinds of different places uh, this year. I think our farthest is Mariner High School, which is coming about 170 miles from Cape Coral. Uh, That's, I think, the the farthest distance any team is traveling. In past years, I think we've had pace from Miami one year. Um, Most of them tend to be a little bit more local than that, but the idea is that we're staking the reputation of the Orlando Metro Conference against the best teams from the greater central Florida area, and I mean, anybody who's followed basketball in this area for any length of time knows that the Metro Conference is, you know, depending on the season, varies from good to really good um, as one of the powerhouse areas. It's hard to find a team that is um, mediocre or worse in this area. Um, and so it's it's always uh, amounts to some great basketball. So the lifetime record of the event, uh, Metro schools lead the Florida schools 79 to 53. We kind of keep a, an informal tote board, if you will, uh, to just kind of keep track of that. Uh, Metro had a slump in 2014 and 2015 where the uh, the Florida schools got the better of them. But other than that, uh, Metro has won the event handily in the other five years of the tournament. Last year, they won 17 games to five. Um, So each year, we try to add to the event to kind of raise its profile. Um, We've added some professional programs. We've got a new website, uh, MetroVSFL.com, where we publish all of the schedules, all of the team profiles, uh, the history of the event. We have the records, players to watch for, um, because, of course, this is not just a team showcase. It's also an individual showcase that is designed to get 
get some attention from some of these athletes who are looking at playing at the next level. Um, and so we want to showcase them as well. So we highlight those players who have been ranked um, state and nationally, and we do have several of those in this tournament, which I'll mention a little bit more about that in a moment. Also on the website, we have um, live coverage, something that we started last year, and now we've expanded to include video this year, and I think we got the bugs worked out of it last night. Um, so we're doing live video webcasting, so especially for, you know, if you're Mariner from Cape Coral and not all of your fans could come with you, or even if you're here in Apopka, you're stuck at work, stuck at home, you're not able, I mean, hey, we'd love to have all of our fans at all 20 games of the event, but we recognize that might not be realistic, so uh, if you can't make all 20 games, you can tune into anything that you're not able to attend in person online. It is absolutely free, no registration required. Um, we use the Cube and YouTube Live services for that. You can get to them through our website, or you can all you can even load them up on your smart TV at home if you want to watch on the big screen. And Neil from the Apopka Chief, Neil Fisher, joins me for a lot of those games to provide the color analysis, and I do the play-by-play along with the in-arena announcing, and we try to make a great experience for that. Um, as you mentioned earlier, we have a defending state champion, Leesburg, playing against Apopka in this tournament. We also have three defending state runners-up. We've got uh, Mariner is uh, the 6A runner-up, Edgewater is the 7A runner-up, and Wakaiva is the 9A state runner-up. So we've got three state runner-ups participating this year in the tournament. Um, we've got some ranked teams. Leesburg is ranked number one by the Sentinel in 6A and number two in Central Florida. Edgewater is the number four team in 7A and number five in Central Florida. We've got Central Florida Christian Academy is playing in this event. They're ranked number three in 2A and number eight in Central Florida. And then finally, we've got Lake Highland Prep. Um, they're ranked number five in 5A and number nine in Central Florida. Um, as far as some of the star players, we've got the whole list at MetroVSFL.com, but um, if you look at the Lake Highland Prep uh, team, they've got Nick Honor. He's probably the most decorated athlete in our event. Uh, he's the number 37 point guard in the country, according to ESPN. Um, we've also got Winter Haven High School over from Polk County. They're traveling up for this. Uh, they've got Keyshawn Bryant as the number 17 senior in Florida. Dorian James, the number 35 senior in Florida. Uh, we talked about K.J. Simon earlier. Um, he is ranked 30, uh, 43 among seniors by Florida Hoops. Jose Placer, also we talked about, played last night. Um, he's ranked number 47 by Florida Hoops. Wakaiva has a couple of ranked players. I know a lot of their fans are in our coverage area as well. Uh, Tyrone Perry is ranked 57th among seniors. And Michael James, the upstart freshman, um, he is ranked 6th among freshmen, or as, uh, as John would say, a true freshman, um, <laughs> in, uh, Central, or in the state of Florida. So we've got a lot of, of top talent in the event, um, which grows every year. This is the first year that it actually spans four days. Um, it started as a two-day event around Thanksgiving, um, where we did ten games a day for two days, and boy, I tell you what, you get past the seventh game and realize you have three more, and that's when it really starts to hit you. Uh, so I'm actually really loving this, that we've got it spread out a little bit more over four days now. We had two games last night. We'll have three games tonight, uh, and then we really start the marathons. We've got seven games on Saturday and eight games on Monday. And the other thing that's historic about this particular edition of the Metro versus Florida Challenge, besides the fact that it moved to Martin Luther King weekend, is that for the first time it's going to have a girls game featured. Um, so we've got a primetime game tonight for the Apopka Lady Blue Darters, um, and this is something we intend to make a tradition moving forward to give them a spot in the tournament. Um, and then Lake Mineola is going to be their opponent, and that is coming up tonight at 7 p.m. Great overview by Mark Barchi, media director of the Metro versus Florida Challenge. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We look forward to being joined by Coach Scott Williams a little bit later in our program. Now, and before we go, um, you know, of course, we go to Coach Williams, who will join us you know, probably in about 10 minutes or so. 
John, I'd like to have you kind of pick up because one of the things that, that obviously that we know about Coach Williams that's that's obvious is his incredible dedication, and I think this 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 tournament. You know, which he created to, to promote and, and to build high school basketball in Central Florida. It, it's, it's just real, obviously a, a, a prime example of that. But can you share a little bit about your insights and just to the, the, the dedication of, of, of Coach Scott Williams, not just to Apopka High School Blue Daughter basketball, but just to the game of high school basketball? That's a great point, Roger. Um, he, that's his whole intent on this, on this uh, Metro versus Florida challenge. It's, it's to grow the game of high school basketball. Um, yeah, he wants to, to grow it here in Apopka specifically because that's where he works, but, but there's a passion he has for the sport and uh, wanting to build it and build interest in it, uh, not just here at Apopka, but, but other places uh, as well and, and throughout the, the area and as far as reaching as it can be. Um, you know, this, this event, I mean, to, to put on, and, and while you know they've been doing it for this is the eighth one i you know you you learn a lot and you some the eighth ones should be easier to put on or from an organization standpoint than the first one there's still a lot of work and mark you know does a, a ton of stuff that uh, makes it easy for people like me to do our jobs uh and and you know and then the behind the scenes work to just to get official schedule just to get the the building uh taken care of you know to to have concessions, to have ticket takers, all this stuff. It just takes a, a long time. And then you have to turn around and coach your team as well. Uh, so, you know, that's a lot, a lot of work that, I mean, you know, you're scheduled, you get 25 games as, as a high school basketball coach. And, and, you know, you could have 12 or 13 home games and tw- or 12 or 13 uh, road games and, you know, go play maybe two or three games over Christmas and New Year's somewhere else. Uh, and and then just continue to play a normal schedule, but but instead he takes the time to put uh, events on like this, and and you know it does give the kids individual exposure, uh, you know, because these are the type of events where where college coaches are going to be, and 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 these recruiting services are going to go look at kids and watch them because they can, you know, uh, pay their ten or fifteen bucks and and see twenty games over a few days, and and. You know, they come here maybe from out of out of town, and you know, perhaps they can see other games when they're here as well. You know, so it's when they're here as well. You know, so uh, they get to some of these, they can get some talk to some of these kids. You know, get some video, get pictures of these kids, and and that helps. You know, uh, the, we add yeah, helps the recruiting service, but it helps the kids and and the exposure that they get to for for colleges because the, the college coaches can't be everywhere. So, uh, you know, these these recruiting services and then just traditional media like us, and then y'all broadcasting the game Monday night that that all helps. And and like I say, Mark does a great job. So if if I'm the Cape Coral newspaper. I can I can keep up with the stats. I can write I can write several inches on on what Mariner is doing, and you know you talk to the coach on on his phone, and there you've got a a nice story with the, that you can put in the paper the next day, that kind of thing. So you know those those kind of things make it make it easy. And there's a lot of work that uh, that goes into it, and uh, uh, nobody in here is uh, while there might be some folks getting paid, such as officials and that type of thing. That nobody's in it for the money. It's all about the love of the game and, and the passion for the game and trying to promote the game. And that's that's Scott Williams' motivation as well. Absolutely. It's great to see somebody who has that kind of passion and dedication to, to their craft and their profession. We look forward to being joined by Coach Scott Williams soon on Blue Daughter Sports Central. 
we're going to get a first a break. We'll go to in a couple minutes. But I, I, one more point I'd like to make too is that you know, in addition to the, I think the really interesting idea um, of having the metro versus the state of Florida, another wrinkle is that. Uh, we've got a number of, of teams that are in close proximity to Popka. Some of them met- out of the Metro Conference, others not in the Metro Conference. But I think that adds a little flavor, too. Uh, for instance, Mount Dora Christian Academy is, is in the tournament. Okoy High School is in the tournament. Orangewood Christian School is in the tournament. Central Florida Christian Academy, right over in in, uh, in the Pine Hills area, West Orange County area, is in the tournament. And I'm sure I'm, I'm not hitting every week. Hiva, of course, is in the tournament. So I think that adds uh, adds something to it, too. We've got a, a, a lot of just uh, schools from our greater Apopka, West Orange County, Orange County area, if you will. Yeah, and, and especially for some of these programs, it's a game that you probably wouldn't have scheduled otherwise. Um, it's an opportunity when you get teams coming from all over the state. Um, I mean, some of these are, are being played between relative neighbors, but a lot of them are games that if it weren't for this event, you wouldn't have an opportunity to play a program like that. And it also gives us an opportunity to kind of throw classification out the window. Um, let's just play great okay. basketball. doesn't matter whether it's 9A, 2A. I mean, you've got teams all over the map in terms of size in this event. And that's another thing I think adds spice to it and flavor to it is, yeah, you'll have a, a lo- big class 7A or 8A public school playing a, a private school program. A two or three a private school program. Now, now they're very, very good private school programs. Oh, yeah. But in fact, we saw a matchup like that last night with 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 Masters. Oh yeah, and don't let the size fool you. Some of these private Masters schools in West Orange, punch. who who defeated West Orange actually. Absolutely, yeah, it's completely different in basketball and and you know uh, baseball. If you've got one stud pitcher, uh, football it's not so much. But basketball, it doesn't matter. Size of the school absolutely does not matter. Well, friends, we're going to take our next break on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're going to be back. We'll be joined by Coach Scott Williams as we're talking Blue Darter basketball on Sports Central today. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Joined by Joe Ferraro, by John Perry, the Popka Chief and Planner, and by Mark Archie, who's the media director of the Metro versus Florida Challenge. It's the huge high school basketball tournament created by Apopka coach Scott Williams that's taking place right now, right here in Apopka. Started last night, tipped off last night with two huge games, and will continue through Monday night, and our Blue Darters will culminate the tournament with a game versus the Auburndale Bloodhounds. Tip off 6, 7 p.m. this coming Monday, and you can hear it all right here. Hear that game right here on 1520 WBZW. In a moment, we look forward to being joined by Coach Scott Williams, and uh, we're just talking about a Popka Blue Rider basketball in general, and especially the huge week that we've just had with two big victories 65 to 64 last second shot victory over district rival West Orange and before that a 63 to 60 victory last Saturday over Orlando Christian Prep that one also won on a last second shot by Rodney Lubin 2.6 seconds left in the game do we have Coach Williams? not yet okay not yet okay so um, we'll just um before we're joined by Coach Williams, I, I did, one school I did not mention, I, th- I think Mark actually mentioned them earlier, was Edgewater. Of course, they're an outstanding team. As Mark had mentioned earlier, they were state runner-up uh, you know, last year, and they've had uh, excellent basketball over the last several years, and, and they've had great basketball through, through the generations, actually. 
Yeah, absolutely. They've got um, Robert Allen as a Samford commit, uh, who's kind of leading their team on both ends of the court. They've got their guards, uh, Michael Eads, Terrence McLean, and Trevon Kaysen, that, that are really giving them a deep backcourt. Uh, front court, they've got some versatility there from Gabriel Ferguson and Eddie Foster. And so as uh, Jason Atherton embarks on his fourth year at Edgewater, um, certainly you don't expect that playoff run from last year to be a fluke by any stretch of the imagination. And a, a great story there, Coach Atherton. He was a, a young coach, and he's, if I'm not mistaken, he's a product of the Edgewater program, actually. Yeah, actually, um, until he, until his dad retired, um, I worked with him to actually get the programs done for the Metro versus Florida Challenge because his dad was um, the manager over there at Orange County Print Services. So, yeah, we occasionally we'll see him at the event, too. And, and John, before we're joined by, by Coach Williams, um, you know, as, we, as we look past the tournament, what, what, what do you, what do you, well, John and Mark, what, what do you guys know about Auburndale? And not a lot other than uh, Polk County. His teams are generally very good in uh, whatever sport you're talking about, but especially basketball and football. Uh, you know, you, you either sport, you're going to run into a, a team that'll that'll be tough to, to play. They're going to be hard-nosed. They'll be well-coached and, and great at the fundamentals. Uh, I don't know much about Auburndale uh, at all, uh, like we do Leesburg a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, you can expect a tough matchup, I'm sure. Of course, as a side note, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's uh, Principal Matt Arnold's alma mater. I know at least he, he lived in Auburndale yeah, in his okay. younger days. Right. Yeah, I know the, the Bloodhounds have been to the playoffs for four of the past five years. Um, and their leaders are Jaron McCann, who has a lot of tough play on both ends of the floor. You've got Nathan Beamer and Lloyd Summerall, who are both multi-talented athletes. They've got football scholarships. Um, and who knows, they may end up with basketball scholarships before it's over as well. Um, for guard play, you've got Shane Parker, Iverson Romulus, and P.J. Maxwell, who bring a lot of experience. Um, and then for depth, you've got Dorian Allen, who has um, some explosive defense, and a very talented Cameron Laguerre and Christian Robinson. So, yeah, they are definitely uh, a force that should challenge the Blue Darters. And one other side note, uh, for country music fans, Auburndale's the hometown of Bobby Braddock, too, one of the all-time uh, great country music songwriters. Anyway, let's, I think we've got Coach Scott Williams on the line now, and uh, let's go to Coach Williams. Hey guys, good uh, good morning. Good uh, good to be here, and, and appreciate all the uh, fantastic coverage of our event. Very excited about it, and uh, excited about speaking with you. Of course, you had a, a great week. Uh, the last two games you played, uh, sixty-three to sixty victory over defending state champion Orlando Christian Prep on Saturday, followed up by a big district win over our rival West Orange, sixty-five to sixty-four. Once again, on a, a last shot buzzer beater can you tell us i'd love obviously we're dying to hear about those games and i'll just let you start with whichever one you want to start with well you know when you when you go on the road and and beat a, a, a number one team in the state obviously that's a that's a big deal for your program and you know but the best thing is is you know we we didn't walk into the game believing that we wouldn't be able to compete. We didn't leave the game believing that we did anything extraordinary other than we played we played consistently for 32 minutes. And, you know, that continues to be the, the challenge uh, for our club as we try to improve every day. But um, uh, our, our guys just uh, um, handled themselves in a, a really neat environment very well. We um, got, obviously, 
um, great production out of Rodney Lubin, who is so vital to us when he stays aggressive, even if he's not making shots. His aggressiveness helps us so much, and uh, just a number of a number of guys contributed, and we got great play off our bench. And <laughs> excuse me, and and then you know carried it over, and you know Tuesday we. We, we had some ups and downs, just some detail things. You know, West Orange is so good on the offensive glass and probably gave up eight offensive rebounds in the first quarter. And You know, we're, we're down three at the end of the first quarter. Probably should have been up seven or eight. You know, and, and sometimes you lose ball games there if you're not careful. And, um, closed out the first half really poorly. A couple of mental errors. So we were down one and then we're down eight at the half. And early third quarter, now we're down 13. And just really proud of our guys because it really is a sign of, of who we have a chance of becoming. You know, once again, on the road, really good team who's playing well. And we just kind of really kind of knuckled down. And and uh, we got Jai Clark going. And, and I, I was proud of Jai because he kind of stayed with it in terms of um, seeking good shot opportunities and not getting um, – you know, not getting panicked and trying to force things for us offensively. And um, he got red hot there in the third quarter. And um, and we ended up over a course of about a 10, 12-minute time span outscoring West Orange by 19, led by six with a minute 30 to go, total control. And, and then we just didn't handle the end of the game very well. We had a couple of really bad careless turnovers, and we had two critical defensive breakdowns. And, um, Nathan Lewis steps up, make two big pressure free throws with eight seconds to go to tie the game. Um, really proud of him. That takes a lot of character. And, you know, then we just, unfortunately, um, even though we'd done a, a pretty good job on him all night long, they're, they're very highly talented Division One guard, K.J. Simon, um, was able to basically go coast to coast and get to a strong hand, finish inside. And so we're down two with a couple seconds to go. And, you know, we drew up something and um, they defended it pretty well so there was a loose ball and a deflection and uh, Travis Henderson who I'm really happy for him because he's such a great kid such a great teammate worked so hard um, was able to get it uh, at about the timeline turn and fire at the buzzer nothing but net and you know as as a coach you know it's kind of funny and you know the the buzzer beater with 2.9 seconds left that Rodney had, you know, was by design. It's exactly how we drew it up. We executed. It was perfect. The buzzer beater we had on Tuesday was a fluke. And um, we didn't draw it up, but it all works the same. And we've had some things go against us this year and some bad breaks late in games. And so I'm, I'm not going to I'm not gonna turn a blind eye to getting some success. And, uh, but it, it was a big win for us. And uh, hopefully continues to build some momentum for us as we move into the second half of the season. And, of course, our schedule this weekend, as I know that I came in on the back end, is uh, just phenomenally challenging for us uh, with Leesburg, who many people think is literally outside of Montverde Academy, potentially the best team in the state of Florida, and then come back with a with a really super athletic, talented Auburndale on team Monday. And, and once again, it's all about I, – I told our kids last spring – when I presented with the schedule, I said, I, I, I said, we're going to probably lose a bunch of games. I said, but we'll be ready by February. I said, if you'll trust me and you'll hang in there and you'll keep grinding, we'll be ready by February. And, and I still believe that and, and think that we're headed on the right course. Yeah, got to give a shout out to our to Joe Ferraro after actually after our show last week when we were you know you gave your great in depth. Um, 
update on Apopka basketball. You know, Joe said, well, you know, I'm expecting Rodney Lubin to, to step up and make a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So uh, once yeah. again, he was uh, prescient in, uh, in his support and, uh, for the blue, and confidence in the Blue Darters. But and I also want to mention to our listeners, uh, the game's taking place today, 5.30 p.m., Wekaiva versus Haggerty at Joe Sterling Gymnasium. Of course, all the games are, uh, all, that I'll mention are Joe Sterling Gym- Gymnasium, Apopka High School. Uh, the Apopka girls will play Lake Mineola girls at 7 p.m. And at 8.30, Edgewater versus Daytona Beach Mainland. That's, that's what's on tap for today. And I, and and I tell you what, what a, it's a really good day of basketball. Um, Wakive and Haggerty, um, I know because I was a part of it, is, have had a, a, a neat rivalry over the years. Um, of course, they uh, highlighted by them uh, knocking us off uh, in 2013 to go to the, the Final Four uh, in a double overtime regional final in Haggerty, which is just a tremendous game to be a part of. And, um, uh, you know, that that's going to be a really good game. Uh, having the Apopka girls as the, a part of the event, I'm just really pleased that it worked out for us to do that. And um, I'm, I just, I adore Brittany. Coach Hardy is, I, I, I don't mean that to sound condescending. I just think she's a wonderful young lady and a, a wonderful young coach doing a great job with a group of girls that are really committed to Apopka. And uh, so I'm excited about getting a chance to watch them play. And, and Edgewater, uh, probably of, of, of the Metro folks right now, uh, Edgewater, I think most people would say, is clearly uh, the second, first or second best team along with Oak Ridge. And uh, they are immensely talented and uh, someone that we see later in the year. They're not in our district, but something, a game that we think will have Metro conference implications late in the season. And uh, so the games tonight will be really, really good and set us up for a, a big weekend of basketball um, Saturday and Monday. Very exciting stuff. And I also just want to mention before we go to our next break, talking about the quality of competition that Coach Williams schedules. And the, we've talked about this before, Coach, before you joined us. But you know, we've got a three-game span here uh, going back to the Saturday game versus on the road versus Orlando Christian Prep where you played a defending state champion on the road, then played a quality program, a you know, longtime rival, and a district game. Of course, that would be West Orange followed by sandwiched between another defending state champion in Leesburg who will play at uh, 6.15 p.m. on Saturday night. So I think that uh, that, that three-game stretch is a, is a microcosm of the kind of quality competition that you've scheduled up for our Blue Garter team this year. Yes, sir. And, and you know, it's, it, it is certainly always a um, – you, you always kind of have to gauge what you think your team's psyche can be. And even though our play and the unsteadiness of it has made me kind of be a little perplexed because of the amount of experience and the amount of just character on this club, I I really do believe that we're going to be able to make our way through this gauntlet that then continues with Evans and Dr. Phillips next week that we'll be able to make it through, win or lose, and learn about ourselves, continue to improve, and to know and believe that we're on the right track. Uh, to like I said, because you know, well, we know gotta jump in and take our break. We'll pick oh, this yeah, up when we, when we come back from our break. You're listening that. to the Blue Art Sports Central coming to you live from Porky's. We'll be right back with Coach Scott Williams. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. 
Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams on the phone. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue. We're getting our weekend started off right. We're also joined by, of course, Joe Ferraro, John Perry, the pocket chief and planner, and Mark Barchi, who's the media director of the Metro versus Florida Challenge, the huge elite high school basketball tournament that's taking place in Apopka. Started last night through Monday evening at Joe Sterling Gymnasium on the campus of Apopka High School. It's the creation of Coach Scott Williams, now in its eighth year. Before we go back to Coach Williams, I want to remind you that Blue Dart Sports Central is presented by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, the St. Germain Chiropractic, and by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Now back to Coach Scott Williams. And, um, and, you, and Coach, you were just you kind of talking about you know, just the resiliency the guys had to, to fight back and to, you know, in, in some cases not even play so well during the course of a game and, and get those two huge victories last week. Yeah, you know, um, you just you, – you never know when – you know, you're scheduling your games in April for the following year. And – you know, if you have a really young and experienced club versus a, you know, you, you always kind of have to think, okay, what can my club handle? And, and, you know, sometimes coaches, you know, they're, they're, they get a little bit, um, um, worried about what their win loss record will say. And, you know, there's people that have been outstanding coaches in this state. You know, you would just know that they're not going to schedule a lot of people during the season because, you know, they were really excited about their win-loss record every year. And I've just never been that guy. Um, I, I think my obligation to our kids is to try to best prepare them for, for what lies ahead once you hit district tournament time. And in a district where you've got Wakiva and Evans and West Orange, you better be awfully well prepared. And, and I don't know if we'll be good enough to get out. And, and um, we, we've certainly had a, a dogfight our first cycle through the district. But I know that I believe that we're doing everything possible to prepare them, and I feel real good about that. And 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 as I as I said, um, uh, you know, a number of times, and I just keep saying it, we have the right young men. And doesn't mean we're going to make the number of baskets we need to, or get the number of stops we need to, but it does mean that our our community and our school and our program should be very proud of the young men that represent them. And and I'm honored to be their coach. And also want to mention that we pointed out by Mark and John during break it, 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 on the horizon. In addition to the the quality teams we've, we've been playing, which include two defending state champions over the last three games, oh, you've got Evans, which is of course a big district game you know, on, on the horizon soon too. Um, now, you know, Coach, what, what, just as a fan, you know, I know a lot of people that that go to, that love the Metro versus Florida Challenge and attend it are just pure basketball fans. Who are some of the teams? Who are some of the players that that fans will will be excited about watching? You'll laugh at this, and it does tie into something I wanted to make sure that I knew about. I, I kind of I'm so tied into my team. It's kind of funny. Like people say, "What time does so and so play?" And I'm like, I have no idea. I just know that like there's there's seven games on Saturday, and I'm gonna be up here working all day and then trying to get ready for ours. And there's eight games on Monday, and I'm gonna have to get ready for ours at some point. Um, you know, and and I know I would imagine that you and Mark have gone through so much stuff. I, you know, and and I want to I I need to satellite off and, and hit this. I too 
tell you what, people, I'm, I'm always honored when people, you know, shower me or our program with any praise about this event. And, and uh, without a doubt, Mark Barchi is the reason the Metro versus Florida is regarded the way it is. Anybody that spends a minute on our online platforms, whether it be our website, our Twitter feed, um, our live streaming of the games, our statistical data that's available during and after the games, it's something that just isn't done with other events. And as as the, the other parts of this event, Event. We are continuing looking for ways to, to grow and enhance them. Uh, it is impossible to create a better situation in terms of marketing ourselves and how we run this. And, and the only thing I did about that is be smart enough to beg, plead, and hire Mark um, to come over and to be a part of, of what we do here, despite the enormity of, of all the time and effort he gives in community service towards uh, Wakaiva High School. And I'm honored that we're friends, but I'm going to tell you, he is, um, he is an amazing talent, and, uh, and the success of our event lies solely on, on his shoulders. And, of course, that puts pressure on him to, you know, to, to make it continue to be marvelous. But, but no, I mean, I, we're just so blessed. And, and so it's funny, Mark probably knows so much more about the vast majority of the teams. I, I know this. I, I know that, um, you know, we're, we're really excited just because I think one of the reasons I delay the matchups as long as I do is to try to create games that I think will be really good tests for the teams involved with each other. You know, last night bore that out. Two games that went into the final minute and uh, uh, and, and could have gone uh, both ways. You know, as uh, First Academy rallied late, uh, Masters Academy rallied in the second half and, uh, you know, and so splits the event 1-1 so far. Um, and, and I just think throughout the weekend, I don't think there's going to be many games on either side of the ledger where either the Metro team or the or the Florida team has some dominant advantage. I, if anything, I mean, I, I laugh. I mean, I don't think it'll be this yeah, way. Well, well, we look forward to covering possible. the Blue Yarder game Monday night at 7.30, uh, 7 p.m. tip-off versus Auburn. Now, Coach, thank you for joining us. Friends, thank you for joining us coming up. Thank you, Mark. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 15 15- 20 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.